Heavy Metal Culture Clash. With Geoff Thor from Vicious Rumors and Thomas Metal Moser from Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, uh, I don't even know how to tell you, but uh, we're back. We're back in business. The man with the worst English since the invention of podcasts and Thomas Metal Moser. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Jeff Thorpe, mastermind of Vicious Rumors. And uh, me, my humble self and I, Thomas Metal Moser, we are back after three years doing the Heavy Metal Culture Clash podcast, and it's all your fault. <laughs> Thomas, it is incredible <laughs> to be here again, man. It is for me, too. It's one of the most surprisingly surprises this year. Yeah. And this is not going to be topped by anything. Here I can't back. believe it's been three and a half years, man. No, no, me neither. Three and a half years without you and <sighs> me talking to a gazillion people about metal. Exactly. And hard rock and everything around it. Uh, you know, I've missed it, and it's incredible to be back in Deutschland. Yeah. I love it here, as always. <laughs> and uh, just to see you and my dear friends, and uh, it's fantastic, man. So great to be back. Yeah, it's amazing. But uh, obviously, you know, for radio, the past three years, nothing has changed a lot. I mean, the whole the whole world has changed. But me, I'm still going into work every morning. Doing goddamn eight, nine hours of radio, then go home. What have you done in the past three years? I just... With VR, with yourself, with everything. I just got out of prison. <laughs> and, and actually, it was pretty relaxing. I've got a lot of rest. Uh, no, no. I mean, I'll tell you, man. Just... So you stole the voice from Vince Neil <laughs> and... <laughs> no, I, I tell you, man, it's the plague hit. And um, we were here on tour when all that happened. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember when we came over. It was just rumblings of it, and then it was just the Stonewall effect. We we had yeah. a f we were playing a festival up in Denmark, yeah. and we got to play one more show in the Netherlands, yeah. and that was it. That was canceled. When that was in March 2020. Like I mean, the I mean, yeah. we were basically like the band was racing against borders closing, yeah. Just to get return flights home. Yeah. And it really freaked out some of my younger guys in the band, for sure. So, of course, I took that opportunity to tell them they're probably never going home. <laughs> but They no. started crying something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was just a strange, it was a strange thing for yeah. all of us just yeah. to be here and, and, and have that happen. But what are you going to do? I mean, we're just in a situation with every other musician at yeah. that time. Yeah. Uh, we made it back. Yeah. And had to just, it was a string of cancellations. Yeah. I mean, I think no other industry got hit as hard in the pandemic except the way musicians got hit. True, true. Just completely shut down as the least important thing in the world. So how did you, what did you do when you came back to the States? Knitting was was on the top of the list. Uh <laughs> Some patchwork. Yeah, uh, yeah nice. <laughs> no, I mean, re really, I mean, it was just, we came back and just, it was like a ghost town, man. I mean, it was yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, I live. came back to San Francisco. Yeah, I live, I live close to, you know, major cities in the West Coast, like San Francisco and Oakland. Yeah. And, and to see those cities with no one in the streets and all that was just the eeriest thing. You know, through the sea of misinformation and everyone politicizing this thing and wonder, yeah. wondering where what's real and what's not 
it was a, a very discouraging time, actually. Um, I, I wish I could say that I used the time and you know, and I learned how to speak Cantonese, and I and I wrote three albums worth of material. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> so I, I really kind of I got a little dis, disheartened myself, man. Because we I don't blame you, man. We we were set up to have the, maybe the best year Vicious Rumors has ever had in 2020. We yeah. had full tours of Europe, full yeah. tours of the U.S. Japan was booked again, and I've been waiting to get back. I yeah. I love Japan. I, I was wanted to go there so bad. It would have been our third time there. And so uh, everything fallen by the wayside. But, you know, at, at the whole time, you know, you you try to remember that, you know, it's not just you going through this. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is happening to everybody. Basically, man, it was weird. Like, we, it was just super weird. We, I, I didn't see the band for 18 months. As we're, we live all up and down the West Coast. Yes. In three different states, so... Well, did you communicate in any sort and did you talk stuff through or was there maybe a little bit of music coming around? Or We, we did. Uh, I mean, we did communicate a little bit, but um, I'll tell you, like when the guys got back, I think they were so happy to get back yeah. that, that they're just kind of rooted in. And uh, <laughs> like I said, I th some of the guys had different feelings about it politically, about yeah. vaccines and everything else. And yeah things that were being forced on us but uh there was really a feeling of what do you believe you know who do you listen to what there was so many different aspects like getting thrown at us especially in the u.s it was a real political time with donald trump and all that stuff yeah. and i'm glad it's over man i mean even though it's not really over it's not really over no, no. but it just seems like people are over it yeah uh whether it's still here or not i mean it seems like most people are trying to get back to normal now yeah it feels better maybe now than it than it has in a couple of years but man i like i said I, i wish i could say that i i wrote three albums and i'm so ready to go but i, I actually I have to admit i didn't play guitar at all for eight months how come you know my japanese didn't get better in those last two years i had nothing better to do than sit around at home after work obviously yeah And wait for something to come on on TV. I understand. That's why I said I don't blame you because I couldn't get motivated for shit. That's what it was. It was just my yeah. my motivation and my and my drive was just had got sucked right out of me. You know, and uh, that must have been the first time in your life. It really was. You yeah. know, I mean, I I was thankful that when I did start playing again because, it, I, and I'll tell you, I I'll never go through a thing a time period where i don't play for that long voluntarily again because yeah. it it took me three months a good three months just to get yeah. the feeling back and get my chops back and so it was very strange when was the time that you decide to pick it up again i'll tell you when the when the music died for me the money died and mm -hmm. the business was just over yeah. so for the you know first time in 18 years i was you know looking at getting a, a real job Welcome to my world. <laughs> and and, and uh, let's just say I was slightly unprepared for it. <laughs> um, but so anyway, I, I, I took a job at this uh, water filtration system place. Mm -hmm. And uh, luckily for me, the, the owner was a metalhead. And he's, he's you know, a singer and uh, a guy who loved metal and, and been in bands. Yeah. And so he, he got invited me to come and play with them. And that's what got me going again. You know, even though it wasn't 
anything like Vicious Rumors. And yeah. it, it wasn't a professional group. Yeah. It was full-on garage band type of thing. But, you know, it got me playing again, and I'm thankful for that. And um, and then I and then I really realized, like, man, uh, why, you know, how negative the whole thing affected on me. Like, I just yeah. put my guitar down. I just didn't even want to play. But when I started playing again, it came back pretty fast, the desire. Yeah. The only problem was then the skill and like the, the 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 technical physical movement of it all took a little time, you know, to get back going again. But so it, are you on a Mick Mars level now? <laughs> yeah, uh, I look up to Mick. I do. He's a machine. But uh, did you did you think at some point? I know it sounds more like an interview than a podcast, but there's so much stuff that I didn't, you know, hear from you in the last three years. So I gotta ask you that. But was there a point in time where you go like that was it with wishes rumors? Uh, That's it. Absolutely. I mean, I, I even more so than that's it with vicious rumors. I felt like, is this it for me? Yeah. But the answer to that is no. It's not it. <laughs> uh, we got lots going on now. We're gonna get into that as you well. You dog. We are gonna get into that. <laughs> it felt great to start playing again. And uh, like I said, I just, I unfortunately let all that negativity kind of suck me in a little too far. But I realize that now. Don't and blame you. I knew a couple people that like learned how to play different instruments and like did all this really cool stuff. And I was like, that's incredible that you use the time like yeah. that. I just was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but but I did catch up in a lot of movies and uh, uh, like few, so many of us, few extra pounds. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Yeah, you got to get back into, you know, pre-Vince Neil shape. It's, I'm not saying that, you know, you are on that level, but I can see, you know. Yeah. A little bit of working out wouldn't win my... Yeah, I'm, I'm, back to, I'm back to being in shape. I quit drinking and uh, quit drinking anything but alcohol. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, it's, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to the future now. We got some some big announcements coming up yeah. for VR. And um, we're, we're ready to uh, carry on the adventure, man. And um, I'm glad you are. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you are. And, uh, you know, a lot of bands. But I, from my last concert before the pandemic, and it was already tiptoeing in this small club, was uh, on March the 8th. In 2020. And oh. I went to see this British hardcore punk band, GBH, the old one. Sure. The they played in a cellar down here in Munich. And uh, I really wanted to see them. But everybody was already tiptoeing around. But then for the next two years, I saw all in all three shows. Oh, wow. One of them was, they were all uh, here in a small little club uh, called the Backstage in Munich in Germany. And uh, two of them were outside. Okay. For kind of open airs. And uh, one of them was inside, but you had to sit down. It was Ginger, the Ukrainian band. Oh, okay. And uh, they played. They were on tour. They just pushed through somehow. Yeah. And uh, it was weird. You know, we were here, and um, the last show that we went to play yeah. got canceled like the day that we got there. Yeah. It was a very cool event that happens uh, here in Germany called the No Playback Festival. Yeah. And I loved being part of it because Vicious Rumors has always been 100% live. We've never used playbacks of any sort. Oh, really? Well, that I can admit <laughs> to. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we're, we're a 100% live band. And the promoters of that festival had seen us at the uh, Delta Metal meeting 
that we had played yeah. earlier in the year and invited us to play there. So we anyway, we we got into town and we're thinking we're gonna we're gonna play this festival, but when we got there, it was like, okay, well we're waiting to hear from the government. Yeah. Like uh any minute now we're gonna get either the yes or the no. And anyway, everything got shut down that night. And we ended up having this like, you know, the people that were a couple of people from the festival staff uh, a couple of band members from another band that was there. And there was probably about 15 of us, 15 or 20 of us in this little kitchen, like breakfast area of this hotel. <laughs> yeah. And they let us have this little party, which was like completely like not cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when everything was shut down and that was it for me, man, like that was like, and then right after that, I didn't go to shows or anything for, I don't know, a year and a half. When the touring started again, which shows have you seen? I went and saw my buddies in Testament play the uh, Aftershock Festival in Sacramento. It was an outdoor gig, yeah. and um, that was really great. And that was the first show I'd been to in all that time. Yeah. The yeah. next show I went to was Priest and Queensryche together. Oh, all right. And um, Todd Latore is a dear friend of mine, and uh, so that was a real pleasure. And, and I love both those bands, and, and Queensryche really adjusted their set to fit with priests like they were doing all these older killer songs and his voice is Queen just amazing oh yeah he was they were doing all that all right good and uh his voice just unbelievable i mean uh, just nailing i'm sure rob halford was back there going like oh man this kid's fucking all right man you know but it was uh so tell, but tell me something yeah i've seen queens a couple of times live too in recent years and before the pandemic but i sort of had the feeling although i do love queens i love everything about them and the music and everything i kind of got the feeling that it gets more and more into their own cover band because uh there's not too many original members left in this band right i'm uh, i'm not too sure now two i believe oh okay. uh, the bassist and the guitar player uh michael Oh, okay. Yeah, Eddie and Michael are the original guys now. I think they're the drummer for Camelot. Yeah. Todd on vocals yeah. and, and, and a new guitarist that just took over. But, I you know, know these things happen. Now. I know, I know. But, you know, uh, is this still Queensryche for you? I've, I feel like Todd really brought the band back because, to me, I mean, he just sounds like a 20-year-old Jeff Tate. He does. I he mean, does. and he, he's just such a good performer, and his voice is just so consistent night after night. And, I mean, he even played drums on the last album. Did yeah, you I, I, yeah, I remember that. But yeah. I think not on the new one. <laughs> yeah, not on the new one. I, I think they got a drummer now. <laughs> yeah, they got that, that guy from Camelot. I exactly like like, yeah. like you mentioned, yeah, right. I, I said that because there are a couple of shows, and there, there's one I didn't go to, but I, I saw bits and pieces on the internet, and uh, it was Foreigner. Oh, and uh, I thought Big Jones is, was still a permanent member, but then again, he isn't. And I thought that this was the last remaining original member of Foreigner being in the band, and uh, I had a hard time, you know, just looking at Foreigner without. Members of Foreigner. Yeah, there was no original Although, members. you know, Kelly Hansen as a singer, he does a fantastic job. They're all fantastic musicians. We don't need to argue about this. Oh, yeah. If it is a Foreigner. No, not really. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about, you know? And I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure how to handle this. Obviously, you have, when you, you know, past 50, you got, you got a certain image and imagination and, uh, and a memory of Foreigner. 
what it used to be. And now you go there and you have a completely different band. They're performing under the name of Foreigner. And I'm just talking about Foreigner, but everybody who's, you know, has more new members than original members. I'm having a hard time adjusting to that. Yeah. It's, I and mean, I haven't talked about VR because, you know, you guys had lineup changes over the years and it's been 40 years, whatever. That's, that's you know, that's a whole different story and a whole different reason. But and then, we have two original members still. And, and but But keeping up a name without having, you know, yeah, no, it's uh, I don't know how they do it actually because I I had seen Foreigner when Mick Jones was still there, mm-hmm. and the last time that I saw them uh, was opening for Aerosmith here in Deutschland at the park. Yeah, yeah. Did you go to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Went there. Okay, we that's met, right. we met there. That's right, we did. Okay, <laughs> so um, that was the last time I saw them, and I believe that night there was no original members, wasn't it? Was Mick Jones at that? I think so. Oh, okay. I would believe so, but I'm not. Now that you ask me, I'm not. I'm not sure anymore. And then Aerosmith comes out, and they had all five original yeah, guys. True. But yeah, yeah. Aerosmith was great. Oh, I thought it sounded like an old band. But I, yeah. I'm, but I mean, there, to me though, just hearing the combination of those five original guys and just seeing them yeah. together, I mean. How, how many bands can you say are still like that? Them, Motley Crue, and well, Motley Crue do, are doing it for money. Yeah, they're cashing <laughs> out big right now. Oh man, they are. Def Leppard is still good. They are. Yeah, and they still, you know, they have the most of the original members. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, metal is what sixty now, and uh, yeah. Hard rock is like eighty. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I just saw this video, you know, of uh, Pat Benatar, and I was I was just interested in in just seeing what she was like these days. I hadn't seen anything yeah. about her, so I was watching this video, and and I have to say, like, I was really blown away how great she sounded. She's sixty nine. I haven't seen or heard of her since nineteen eighty four. Yeah, she's out touring, sounding great, and Neil Giraldo on guitar playing incredible. You know, it's it's crazy, but this all the music that I grew up with, I mean, we're all Yeah. We're all older, man. Psychic. Luckily, you know, luckily we get better with Fish Swimmers got better with age. Yeah, obviously. So. It's like red wine, you know? <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah. And the more red wine we drink, the more we think that, which is also works quite well for me. No, it's great that you guys just somehow made it through everything and I think uh we're not done yet with this whole pandemic, and I think there's going to be a lot more cancella- uh, cancellations and stuff coming up. But uh, I think generally, it's not going to be a shutdown anymore or a lockdown. I think that that's we're past that stage. Yeah, we did one show at an outdoor theater in 2021 in yeah. S- September, yeah. and I we hadn't seen each other in 18 months. <laughs> And and we just we we made the set list out of all the songs that we played the most in 2018 and 19. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had these massive touring years in 18 and 19, yeah. and so we just picked all the songs we played the most. Everybody talked about it, and and then we got and you know no rehearsals. We just showed up at this gig, <laughs> and it was incredible to see everybody and. Uh, Luckily, you know, everybody, nobody in my band wants to be the guy that's not prepared. So that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. And, uh, man, we did this show and, and I just remember like about the third or fourth song, just like playing it. And I'm, I was just kind of shocked that like, wow, this feels really good. I like, I think, I think it sounds good too, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but man, this feels really good. And, uh, we ended up having this really great show 
no rehearsal, not seeing the guys. Then they left, and that's it. I haven't seen them since. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's crazy. It, it kind of went back, and and now we're. Uh, you know, it was a series of cancellations, of course, like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And um, now we're gearing everything towards 2023. Unfortunately, we had to. Uh, we had some shows here, yeah, uh, coming up yeah. Uh, this month. Super disappointed that we had to cancel that again. But yeah. it's just been a string of cancellations. But the thing is, if you don't book it, then th- then nothing happens. Yeah. So yeah. and it's the same thing with our last album, uh, Celebration Decay, came out in August of 2020 yeah. when in the in the peak of probably the worst part of the pandemic, yeah. and and it was frustrating because we put a lot of work into that record. We never did one show to support it. We didn't. We did a greatest hit show. It's insane. Yeah. At the same time, I'm thankful that we put that album out because. At least we did a bunch of press. We made the record. Yeah. We kept. We did something. And if we wouldn't have done that, if we would have said no, let's not do it. Let's just wait till we come back. Then it would have just been you know three years of nothing. Yeah. You kind of have to pick and choose your battles and yeah. and just let the chips fall where they may, man. And and now uh, you know I'm just trying to keep my stress levels down and my heavy metal up. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> You know, when, when touring started again, obviously, and it still is, that a lot of tourists that are going on right here and probably in the States too, yeah. uh, they are the ones that got postponed. So they were sold out already and uh, everything is full and everything is like Concerts that are set up now and tourists that are set up now and they are fresh. I've seen Ghost. I went to see Ghost. It was one of the first big shows okay. uh, after the pandemic. They booked the biggest arena, the Olympic venue, for 12,000 people. 3,500 people showed up. Oh. That's not good. Yeah. That's not good. So the trust of the people is not there and is not, is not here yet. That's it too, man. I mean, that, that's the other thing. People are not, you know, people are picking and choosing even more than they did before. Yeah. But I think before the, the, uh, the pandemic hit, there's just so much to choose from. You know, there's so many shows, yeah. so many tours, so many bands working that you have, you know, at, at, at some point, you know, you really had to pick and choose. Now, then the pandemic hits and then you add this whole other factor of like, wow, am I going to risk my health or do I want to be in this group of people or depending on where your mindset is. But I know exactly what you mean. Like the trust of the promoters are scared to do it. Be, promoters are weary of cancellations or of audience attendance and everything costs more because uh, you have no workforce anymore oh everything is more expensive and uh, you put it on the ticket prices and then a ghost ticket for us in europe was uh, or here in munich was 70 euro that's a hell lot of goddamn money yeah it sure is for a ghost ghost they 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 delivered it was great. It yeah. was a fantastic show. Everything was fine. Yeah. But it's 70 euro for a ticket. It's 40 euros for a shirt. You haven't had a beer and you haven't eaten anything. So uh, what do you do? You, you think about it. Yeah. No, can, exactly. Can I afford that? So that, that's, that's really God. true. I mean, and the inflation. Uh, and the war. Around the world. And the Oh, man. And the war. The war made people timid. They're just afraid of, you know, losing stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we're just feeling like you come out of a pandemic and then this war starts. Are you kidding me? Or, and in the U.S., like like I, this thing with like the abortion rights in the U.S., oh, I don't, I don't want to get man. too crazy about it, but I just feel like it's like going back in time 100 years, like how can you treat our women like that? And why would you want this whole other host of problems it's like, do we really need to create more problems for ourselves than we already have right now? But I, I'm very disappointed about that. Yeah, it's it's a still joke going on. Yeah, yeah. If, do you want to time travel? Yeah, just go back to the U.S. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't, didn't invent this. But no, I feel the same way. I feel like uh, that that set, I, I think it set the U.S. back and just the mindset of it is like, you know, what's next? Mandatory church time. Yeah. Let's punch in. Yeah. We're going to have a punch card. Heavy metal. <laughs> Satan's music. Yeah. Cannot do this anymore. Forget it's, about it. It's getting weird. Yeah. No more soldiers of the night, my friend. Oh, that is not Soldiers acceptable. of the church. Soldiers of the church, man. You better punch in. <laughs> man, this is, and, uh, it's insane. It it's, is. Everything yeah. is insane. I don't know. The, but, world, the world get went real crazy on us, man, yeah, last couple true. of years. But uh, on the upside, I saw a couple of good shows recently. All right. Uh, I'm happy about that. Uh, Guns N' Roses smashed it here. Oh, that's uh, they cool. did a whole European tour, and I think they were on tour in the States the oh, yeah. past couple of months, too, mm-hmm. the whole time. And I think they're still great. And um, I saw the Stones. Oh, cool. And amazingly enough, the Rolling Stones 20, in 2022 were better than the Rolling Stones in 2016. Because oh, uh, I think they kept, somehow, for some reason, I don't know how they did it, but uh, I think they made Keith Richards stop drinking. You know, not that much, but yeah. uh, still, still. But he wasn't. He wasn't looking like a total goof anymore. Mm-hmm. It seems that he got. He had his shit together. Obviously, it was without uh, Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts, yeah. yeah. Uh, but still, it was actually. We were all surprised. Oh, you that's know, cool. We came out of the show like, oh, it was actually better. Yeah, <laughs> how, I mean, n- now the headline is Keith Richards found alive in a hotel room. <laughs> but uh, exactly, you know, that's news. But uh, no, it, you know, who would have thought Keith? Keith Richards and Ozzy Osbourne would uh, have lasted this long. But, I'm, uh, still, I'm still, you know, this Ozzy Osbourne Judas Priest who has been postponed at least five times. Yeah, I still believe in it. I still believe it's going to happen. I still believe it, I'm going to be there. I still believe it's going to rock my balls off. Oh, yeah. I don't know when, but uh, it will. Priest is one of the shows that I yeah. went to see. And, yeah. you know, Rob Halford, 70 or 71 years old, just... yeah. He was fantastic, yeah. man. And, and uh, seeing their young guitar player after what he went through with his heart blowing up on stage. and Right, exactly. And he, exactly. he's already back just nailing it again. Richard Faulkner. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, what, what happened to him usually kills people instantly. But, but uh, from what I've heard, that the adrenaline he had from just doing the show is what kept him alive. <laughs> From the venue that's, to the hospital that night. That's insane, man. Who would have thought the youngest guy in Priest yeah. would, that would happen yeah, to? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so glad that he's okay because I, I, I really feel like his guitar playing is just meant to be in Judas Priest. Like I, And it, it bums me out because I, I've always, you know, KK, Glenn and KK, that's like one of the ultimate double guitar combinations and you think like that could never you know how are you ever gonna 
get to that. But for me, I just feel like when I see Richie Faulkner play and I listen to the way he plays, he just sounds like the guitar player for Priest. Like his style just fits the band so well. And so I, I, I'm, real, I'm a real big fan of him. Uh, it's funny. They need a second one, which is you. I'm available. <laughs> You know, and Andy, Andy is such a great producer. You know, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and he's good. He in, he's good in Priest too. Yeah, you know, he's he, he, he's kind of he looks kind of strange <laughs> in the whole you know yeah formation. But but still, still yeah, yeah. Oh, so he can do this. I saw Kiss. Oh right. All right. Uh, eventually, uh, on a postponed tour, it was actually uh, the gig in Stuttgart that they played. It's supposed to be the very last gig in Germany ever. Oh. But they added like a hundred dates again to the to the farewell tour, as far as I know. Right? Yeah. Gene Simmons, uh, Gene Simmons mentioned it that he goes like, and I, I, I don't, I don't blame them, because what I've seen is a band on their on their on top of things. It was it was they had fun. The audience had fun. Yeah. Paul Stanley's voice didn't have that much fun, but he keeps getting along. He's he's doing all right, you know, with a little help from the, his friends. Yeah. Whoever they are, yeah. But but it's okay. It's okay. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I don't. I I rather hear Paul's voice being one of many than his voice on his own. Yeah, seriously. I, I gotta say, I'm a little jealous about all these great shows you've been going to. Uh, I'm looking forward to catching up on some of that. You need to. I mean, I missed out on a lot of great festivals. The Hellfest. Oh. took place and everybody played there yeah from gnr to metallica to all hardcore bands to all nine inch nails thingies to whatever yeah what a lineup right yeah seven days seven stages seven hundred thousand million bands it's just nightwish and everything yeah just everything it's just crazy i mean i would i would have been dead after day two yeah I'm going like fuck you. I'm not going there. Have anymore. you ever been to the Hellfest? No, not yet yeah. because it's so far out. Right, and my French is not that good. But uh, every year I'm going like next year I'm going. Next year, yeah. Next year I'm not going. I'd so, love to go too. They yeah. they've always had just a fantastic lineup. I mean, you should. How do you not, how do you even get that I, many great bands together? I have no idea. But you should not be going there. You should be playing there. Well, I look forward to that. And I'm gonna be your guitar groupie whatever you want <laughs> just give me a pass <laughs> you got it <laughs> and they put up this huge lemmy statue did you see this, this oh like a, i did this see that it's, it's it's insanely huge yeah they and had, it looks really good they had the kiss statues too did you I see that no i didn't see them yeah they had uh like gene and paul on one side and, and ace and peter they on the other this, they had this in every show they were they oh, were inflatable okay. Oh, okay. But the Lemmy statue is like real metal. Oh, wow. it stands there for, for all eternity. They oh, put okay. this up there and like, that's it. It's like the Statue of Liberty, just with a different hat on and, and a beard. <laughs> all right, yeah, good. And a possible right, Jack and Coke. <laughs> I didn't see that, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, those festivals, the Grass Pop Metal Meeting. Oh, yeah. If you, look at, if you look at it, you go like, it's people everywhere. Yeah. And uh, one friend of mine, Alex Wieselski from this German band called Eisbrecher, they, they get to play there uh, uh, once in a while. And he said, it's just insane. Oh, yeah. It's insane when you go out there and go, you just see people till the horizon and go like, okay. I remember Even a, for, few, for a, his few, band. a few years ago, you and I went to their show. Yes, we did. Eisbrecher, exactly. Yeah. And it was funny because when I was talking to uh, the singer, he was telling me how 
years ago in a band he was in before that played with Vicious Rumors. Mega hits. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I, I, anyway, like they put on a great show, and uh, yeah, yeah, still and, good. and uh, that was a lot of fun that night. I'm just thankful that we have a chance to get back on back into it again, yeah. because I think when the music is such a big part of so many people's lives, uh, it is not it just is. the musicians, the, the the fans. It takes everybody. I mean, without the fans, there's nothing. So, I gotta I gotta admit, for the first couple of months even for a year maybe, I was good without any show. I was mm-hmm. decent because I just laid back after 20 years and 20-something years of you know heading out a couple of times per week to see a concert because it's my job somehow. Right. I was like, well, I'm staying home. And I had no problem with it. But then after a while, there, there's this, uh, don't you know what you, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Effect, <laughs> clicking in, kicking in. And uh, and then you go and then then when I went to the first show again I was like, oh, yes yes I I immediately it hit me I was like yeah I like I, this is what I love oh absolutely you know I, and I totally I've, I've seen your album collection so I know this just isn't a job for you <laughs> you know so you well, know it's uh, in, it's uh, in your blood man yeah it is it's it in is. your blood and and the same thing with me this is a lifelong passion yeah, yeah and i'm just sorry that i let it get tarnished so badly like during that time and don't I, worry don't worry you're back thank you yeah you 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 would get smacked left and right from me if you don't, didn't get back but you know you do so uh, uh <laughs> you have you gotta have those ups and downs man that and, is part uh, of life man. yeah it is the and, downs uh, make the ups a little bit sweeter <laughs> you know <laughs> that's true that's true so uh Although VR didn't do any new music, I had a couple of bands. Well, everybody's releasing now. I mean, uh, everybody comes with new records because, you know, some sooner, some later. Some people, some people even wait half a year to release the record because there's no vinyl available. That's right. Yes. It's I've, crazy. Our record company said the same thing. We said we have to do stuff six months in advance now instead of three months in advance but you know uh even though we didn't play during the pandemic we had a couple of interesting cool things happen like that like re-releases we had we had word of mouth the last album of carl albert come out on a special vinyl through a great company out of italy called night of the vinyl dead yeah exactly and uh, they do a great job with these re-releases on vinyl for and uh, we also released the warball album yeah on vinyl Yeah. yeah and uh something that i'm breaking news right now for vicious rumors breaking big news we have a three CD box set coming out of our three Atlantic albums, Vicious Rumors, Welcome to the Ball, and Plug In and Hang On with our, our legendary singer, Carl Albert. They're all coming out on one box set called The Atlantic Years, and, that, and that's coming out on Cherry Red Records out of the UK, September 30th. And we're planning a whole world tour behind the whole thing. Can you already announce it? It's it is it, <laughs> it's in the works. I mean, it's uh, the date's been announced. The ah, release date has okay. been announced. Yeah. But we're we're launching the whole thing, the whole promotion thing, and we're putting together uh, probably one of the best times in our career. Yeah, yeah. Where we had this incredible chemistry in our lineup, and 
Carl Albert was just, you know, a one of a kind type yeah. of singer and, and a person yeah. as a man. So I, I just, I'm super excited for that. We're putting together a great show where we're going to play both those albums in their entirety. The Vicious Rumors album and Welcome to the Ball, right. 18 songs. And um, it's going to be huge. And also, I'm very excited to announce we have Ronnie Monroe from Metal Church and Trans-Siberian Orchestra as our new lead singer. I'm so stoked because he is just a phenomenal singer, a real pro, and... Uh, He's it's funny. I didn't we've been friends since 2007. Yeah. But I didn't realize that like he he was telling me that when he was just growing up and getting into metal and stuff like he had his vicious rumor CDs right there with Saxon and a bunch of others and he used to sing it in his car and like he was a fan of Carl and man, he's like the first guy we've had since Carl that could really recreate that feel. So to go out and do the Atlantic years tour with him as our new singer, and then we're going to follow that up with a brand new studio album. It's just, it's, it's an exciting time again. And that feels great. You know, you know, I always thought that your Atlantic years were Highway to Hell, Back in Black, and Dirty Deeds on their cheap. But still, okay, I, can, I just got some stuff confused. I don't know. Yeah, I can't believe, man. Thir that was 30 years ago already. How did that happen, man? How did that happen? <sighs> Where did the past three years gone that we didn't do a one single fucking podcast? I know. It's just, it's, oh. it's crazy, man. Well, you know, it's just, we were, everybody was just in like a deer in the headlights, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. we were frozen. I sent in, uh, I did these stories and liner notes for the box set, and I, I got pictures. I went through all my old pictures and got really cool pictures that no one's ever seen before. The groupie uh, pictures. Of our first tours. And yeah, well, uh, <laughs> y yes. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, it's going to be a great package. Yeah. And uh, for any fans of VR and new fans. It's going to be CD and vinyl. They didn't do it on vinyl yet. Oh, okay. It's only a, it's three CD yeah. box set, but yeah. I have a feeling the vinyl's coming. Uh, good, good feeling. Yeah, I like. On this high note, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna leave you with this, and uh, uh, I'm happy that this is hopefully the start again of uh, a little bit more regular podcasts here with the Heavy Metal Culture Clash, and uh, some some more episodes, some more shows, and uh, once. Uh, Jeff is uh, back listening to newer records past 1983. We can, <laughs> we can talk about those too. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I promise we will. Thomas, so great to see you again, man. Great to be back here at the Rock Antenna. It's, it's amazing. It just feels almost like we're, we're hanging on and we're building the bridge back to the former times. We are, man. It's, uh, it's insane, but it's true. And I thought I had those past, but still. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great that you guys, that you are here. And that uh, this is how the, the whole thing is, uh, you know, picking up again. It is. It's, and we're back incredible. on the culture class. Yeah. Till yeah. next time. You got to say rock and roll at the end, I think. Rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll. <laughs> Heavy metal culture clash. Subscribe to our channel for more heavy rock and metal podcasts. 